Duke's mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang. up a tab grab a seat and pour a pint it's time for the beer guys radio show you want free beer go to the brewery dedicated to the art science and enjoyment of craft beer yeah what's wrong with the beer we got now here are your hosts tim dennis and aaron williams And welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We are radio for the local craft beer movement, broadcasting live from the Monday Night Brewing Company, the Monday Night Brewing Company in West Midtown. I'm Aaron Williams. And I am Tim Dennis. And on this week's show, we're going to talk to Macon Beer Companies, Mm -hmm. Yash Patel. Now, Yash is the new owner of Macon Beer Company, and he was going to join us here in the studio or at the brewery here today, but had a brewing emergency, and he's going to have to join us by phone, but he'll be on the show with us a little bit Yes, I hate when those brewing emergencies happen. It happens, Exactly. They'll get to you every once in a while. So looking forward to talking to him. Uh, Macon Beer Company's been around for a few years, so uh, haven't heard a lot about them, so I'm interested to learn more about uh, what those guys are doing down there in central Georgia. But uh, in the meantime, you know, again, uh, every week we come here and it seems like there's a brand new opening of, uh, of a brewery or a brew pub or something, uh, you know, in the state of Georgia. And of course, this week was really no different. Uh, we we all kind of partook in some uh, some yes. uh, uh, new breweries opening. So so what did you have uh, this week? I went to so I, I stopped by New Realm, mm-hmm. which, you know, opened at the first year, I guess official first day open to the public was New Year's Eve. But they were doing their official grand opening last weekend and released their Radgast that, again, we're going to talk about a little bit later. So yep. we went down there, got some of that, got a bite to eat, a pro tip for our listeners. Yes. And I hope I'm not shooting myself in the foot saying this. If you go, go on open table and make a reservation before you go, because I saw someone, thanks to the Redditor that gave me that tip, made a reservation before we went, waited about five minutes for a table to be cleared the guy right behind me was told a two-hour wait it's new it's exciting it's going to be busy uh food was awesome that's brian and i went yes, down there. Was. the food was, was really good. good so we tried a few different dishes there and uh you know can recommend everything we tried was it so. just because you had your beer guys radio shirt and they knew you were vips you know you i don't think i don't line? think i had my beer guy okay, shirt well, then, you know, i think i was i, I think i had mine but yeah the the the, the people that were checking people yeah. in did as a matter of fact, the hostess actually said, have you been here before? Yes. So okay. we were totally under under the radar. You should have said, do you there. know who I am? And then so got, up, got up and left in a huff because that always I, works. It works. It works. <laughs> one. You get such great treatment when you do. <laughs> That's that, exactly so, right. Yeah. That's always nothing. But from, from there, the, went over to Pontoon. I yeah. got to pet a baby kangaroo. Aaron. A kangaroo? So, a kangaroo. Wait a minute. I'm confused because I know the otters They had an otter thing. there, okay. but they brought a kangaroo as well. And Interesting. So while the otter was doing a show, the kangaroo was kind of hanging out in a purse, just hanging on a chair. And uh, you couldn't pet the otter because they said he might get a little bitey. But we did pet the kangaroo, and we drank some tasty beers. Yes. So we tried a few there, and they had uh, my favorite of the day was actually a, a little mixed drink they did called a Bromosa. Mm, okay. And they yes. took a shandy, a rock candy shandy. 
a Berliner, Brian? Is that it's, right? It was a Berliner. A Berliner, a Rock and Candy, Shandy, and OJ. Okay. And I could uh, you, I could sip those with some brunch. I really so. enjoy the Horchata Milk Stout uh, that was really good yeah. as well. That had uh, it was nice and cinnamony and, uh, you know, it's kind of a really, that really well nice. done deal. That was so. nice, but I, I could tip back a lot of those Bromosas. <laughs> yeah, that'd be an easy really one to good. drink a lot of. Nice. Very and then good. popped over to Second Self for a little nostalgia and IPA with their Triforce release. Nice. So I went over there and checked that out. They had a little cosplay going on, some gameplay in the background. And I saw that... Uh, Triforce actually got a shout out, shout out on Esquire. Cool. I saw that as okay. well. For that. Yeah. It has been re- Triforce's release got reported on a lot of different yeah. spots. So Very cool. it, good for them. They did a great job. Yes, with the whole throwback Legends of Zelda marketing. Too. And, and so it's, it's a great beer. It's, it's definitely yeah. my favorite I've had from. from definitely, them. it's a really nice one. IPA. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I was pretty boring. Like I said, I did the same thing you, you did, but I had a couple of. Good Are you words saying as well? what I did was boring? Oh wait, I was pretty boring. I did the same thing you did. You're right. That was terrible. <laughs> another another faux pas from Eric. I was bored because I did like half of the things that you did. Okay. Okay. How about right. that? There we go. Yeah. I didn't get to go to Second Self. I didn't get to go to New Realm, but I uh, did attend the Pontoon Grand Opening with my lovely wife, and uh, we enjoyed that. Talked to uh, talked to uh, Sean, one of the owners there, for for quite a while, and uh, and Eve talked to her his mom, which was uh, which was kind of a fun cool. treat there right. too. And uh, yeah, went to, had some good word as well. The uh, some of their IPAs, so enjoyed that, and uh, you know, and some uh, Monday night stuff as well. We're drinking the Whirling Dervish Coffee Stout. I uh, had that. As well, too. So, uh, good stuff. Brian, you're more interesting than I am, too. So, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I had the uh, the stuff at Second Self. I want to give a shout out to Vesper. I think once that's carbonated up, that's the gin. Oh, that's the gin, the gin barrel, barrel saison, saison. with mm. like, no yeah. carbonation. The flavor was amazing. Once they carve that up, it's going to be awesome. I did have the Triforce, and as a result, that weekend, I did. Uh, Break out the Wii and played uh, Zelda's Ocarina of Time. Nice. There <laughs> for, you go. For a few hours, it's easy to get sucked in. I also uh, drank it, the Bearded Iris V Fudge and uh, the Wrecking Bar Jemmy Stout because it's cold outside and I, I need good stout big weather. Roasty. Yeah. What'd you think of that V Fudge? I thought it was really good. It's really yeah, good. It's isn't really, it? yeah. really nice. I, I'm yeah. a fanboy. Yeah. Uh, Bearded yeah. Irish. You know, there's breweries I enjoy and some that I just really. Southern Prohibition out of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bearded Iris are a couple of my fanboy favorites there. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever had anything bad from Bearded Iris. I don't right. think they can brew bad beer. Well, it's interesting. I mean, because of course they they make almost all IPAs. This is their first yes. foray into the non IPA category, so yeah, that's good. Or at least into the stouts. Stouts have they done anything? Yeah. I guess I guess have they done anything outside of that. Not I know they do sure. a lot of IPAs, but I know this is their IPAs, first stout. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. So. Very cool. Well, it's uh, time for Truck and Taps beers. Crack open a cold one. It's the Truck and Tap Beer of the Week. Craft beer and food trucks in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. So, Tim, we're drinking on a couple of them right now. What do we got? We are sipping. You know, I think we've mentioned them all, Aaron, yep. as we kind of talked through here. But, uh, you know, the Radagast from New Realm, making Beer Company was going to be kind of our, our big feature. But yep. uh, due to some things getting in the way, no making Beer Company beers here today. But we're going to sip some Whirling Dervish. Uh, Brian, I think you brought us some more Barrel Monks. And you had a yes. couple other select beers, right? Yes. I, I think I have a uh, Transmigration of Souls. And uh, I, can't, I can't even remember. I have to look at it. Yeah, he's got stuff. loads of beers. Loads of cool. brings it in. We'll drink whatever. Yeah. We get to there you so, go. but we're gonna and Aaron. I think we're getting a little peek at uh, a little something, something from the garage. We right? will. Maybe I'll crack that open a little bit later. We'll try okay. to see what we got a there. Beyond the clouds, uh, exactly. Brett IPA. Definitely, so something releasing the twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. So not this so, this weekend, yeah. but next weekend. So so those are the beers we're going to hopefully get into today. Very cool. All right, let's check out this week's headlines. What's in the news? The beer guys have the scoop. Extra, extra, read all about it. Time for headlines. Sponsored by Your Pie Perimeter in the Perimeter Place Shopping Center across from Perimeter Mall. Some interesting stuff uh, this week, Brian, across the world of beer. What's going on? So here's, here's a story that I read and I said, wait, what? 
Johns Creek now is now allowing breweries to sell beer in Johns Creek. Shocking. So previously, local ordinances did not allow beer sales unless the brewery was also an eating establishment. And uh, they've made changes. They voted on them, and, and they passed to allow uh, them to come into line with the current the, the current state laws on beer sales. So they inter- they were interested in supporting the growing craft beer industry in Georgia. That was their big motivating factor. Also, the laws had changed, and they were behind. So that's and how they that did have did. a bit of a driver there to help them make they that did. move, right? Yes, yeah. yes, indeed. Yeah, you so. know, it's always good to see. Uh, see and he mentioned that through. he had to work with the city to kind yeah. of help change. That some was laws mentioned stuff, that yeah. uh, the brewery coming in was a motivating factor in them making the changes to this. I I had no idea that that was still an issue there. Terrapin's Luau Crunkles will be a year-round beer in 2018. In case you've forgotten, Luau Crunkles is Terrapin's Passion Fruits Orange and Guava or Pog IPA. It debuted back in 2016 as part of the IPA Survival Kit and has seen some limited releases in six-packs since then. So the response has been uh, really positive to the beer and the demand. They just realized they couldn't not bring it out as a regular beer. Yeah, it's a tasty one. They did a good job with that. And even the employees were pushing for it. So you know it was a good beer. Pog is popular. That, yes. that, that mix is really popular. Right passion fruit, yeah. orange guava, yes. The International uh, Herb Association recognizes hops as the herb of the year. And they've given it a nickname. They're calling it Green Gold. They're uh, citing it as, you know, it, its benefits as being the main ingredient of beer, which is a big deal. But also the positive qualities it uh it lends two beers, which is it's antibacterial and it's reportedly good for hair and skin. Well, there you go. We should we should start calling them Yakima tea. Yes, green gold, green yeah, gold, Yakima, Yakima tea. tea, Yakima yeah. tea. Yes. <laughs> and, and you know, it's always why so many beer drinkers have beautiful, healthy, glowing skin. You know, because it, it helps that, yeah. that from the hops. That's, yeah, that's exactly it. what it is. Absolutely. All of our good skin. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's how it is. <laughs> I read that and I was like, good skin, really? Okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Drink more IPAs, Brian. There you I, go. I'm gonna have to keep drinking. There you go. Beer Can Appreciation Day is coming. It's celebrated on January 24th, which is a Wednesday this year. It is a uh, a holiday that honors the day when, in 1935, when beer was first sold in cans. All right. Well, there you go. I think Very that, cool. uh, you it's know. It's worth celebrating. Absolutely. That little dive. Now they're popular again. Love so. the cans. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back right after this talking to Yash Patel from Making Beer Company. Have you ever thought about owning your own brewery but don't know what it takes to get one built? We're CRL Contracting, and we build breweries. We are the most experienced contractors in the state of Georgia when it comes to building new breweries and tap rooms or expanding current breweries. If you've been to Orpheus, Second Self, or Scofflaw, then you know what kind of work we can do. Just give us a call at 678-546-3382 or visit crlcontracting.com for more information. CRL Contracting. We build breweries. crlcontracting.com. Aaron and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock and Alpharetta are always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy, Aaron. See, they've got 18 of them. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta area food trucks daily, so that way you're getting a different menu every day. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and coming soon to Duluth in 2018. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guys sent you. Follow 
the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You passed out cigarettes for a smoke on on Earth Day. You installed speed bumps on the handicapped ramp. And most recently, you dumped 100 pounds of meat on a peaceful vegan protest. Oh, come on. That was way more than 100 pounds. Now, back to the Beer Guys radio show. And welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. BeerGuysRadio.com is our website, and we are here at the studios or VIP section of Monday Night Brewing in downtown Atlanta talking to Yash Patel. He is the new owner of Macon Beer Company down in central Georgia. Yash, thanks for joining us today. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So uh, are you a, a native Maconite? Is that, how, is that what you, is that what you called? Am. Okay. Is that I think t- so. I think that's what we call ourselves, Maconites. <laughs> okay. Maconites. <laughs> I yeah. think that sounds good. I think that sounds good. I like that. So uh, tell us a little bit about your... Um, about your background, how did you get started in craft beer? It sounded like you started at an early age. So, not craft beer, but beer making. I got started okay. in when I was about thirteen years old. Well that's a little bit. That's a little bit. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say it's a little bit soon to start a craft beer drinking. So, yeah, well, well, well you start know, drinking, start making it. Nah, but you know, if you don't tell, I won't. There you go. There you go. So, what prompted you to but, start uh, brewing it at thirteen? So, I had a cousin who had a set of how-to books to encyclopedias, if you will, and they went through, you know, how to make an airplane, how to make, you know, that. And when I got to the bees, I found how to brew, how to make beer. And that really fascinated me, the scientific process behind it. So I got into brewing because of that, and I always wanted to know what the, the process behind it was. I was one of those weird, dorky kids that, you know, would take apart radios and make things with them and all, all sorts of stuff like that. So I got into it by that. But... Luckily, I had a cousin who lived with us and had the means and the ability to provide me with the technical background to teach me how to make the beer. So him and I got into it and started brewing at our house. So I figured your dad must have been very happy about that. My dad was. My mom, not so much. <laughs> how was your beer uh, at that age? Uh, was uh, Were you just throwing some stuff together to mess with fermentation, or did you make fairly decent beer uh, those first couple batches? Yeah, they were uh, They were. They varied. You know, we were, we were just working it out, working out the kinks, making sure the the process was happening and all that stuff. Uh, we had some batches that wouldn't stop foaming over it because it was the carbonation just kept going on and on and on. So you could pour a pint of it, and it'd be straight foam and keep building more foam. It was like a monster. I hate when that happens. It sounds like me I actually mean, drink brewing beer. That's just not good. That's, that's not at all. <laughs> no. So yeah. So so what were some of the styles that you were brewing at the at the time? So I was the first one I started with was a, the standard American pale ale. So my theory and policy behind brewing beer is always to make the most accessible beer. So we made the most simple beers we could um, that would be the most wide-ranging and, and accessible. Okay. So pale ales, blondes, uh, and then we started mixing in the ambers, the stouts, the porters, and then the IPAs, uh, and that was pretty much about it. But we didn't really mess with the saisons, the gozes, or the lambics. Well, that's no fun. No, that's right. <laughs> now, so you're you uh, recently the new owner of Making Beer Company, as we mentioned. So, kind of how'd that happen? What what got the process started there with you owning Making Beer Company? Oh, the process of me getting into the company. Yeah. So the 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 gentleman who started the company and, and owned it, he is actually a very good friend of mine. The cousin that I that got me into and supported me through the brewing process, they were both coworkers. So the previous owner and myself, Jeremy, we uh, brewed together for a long time, 
how we came up with some of the recipes together. So it was kind of like a, uh, it was a very simple um, transition. I wouldn't say it, the transition is the best word to use for it, but he wanted to move on to different things in life, and there was a way for me to get back involved in what I helped starting, so that's the way I got into it. So what were you doing before that? I was just uh, a student. Okay. Were you <laughs> a student of, of brewing or just a uh, business, or, or what, what were you doing no, before? No, I meant like a student. of uh, I was at college. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I was, I was uh, finished. Uh, I was in law school. I was there. So I was, I was truly just an academic student, but I found this opportunity and dived right in. Heck, yeah. That sounds Quite good. a jump. Go from a college student, just buy a brewery and, and rock on from there, right? No, it's it's fun. It's risky, but it's fun. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a good, I mean, good time, you know, lots happen with craft beer. So, uh, speaking of that, Macon beer company for many years was the only brewery in Macon. And, uh, over the last year or so, there have been a couple brew pubs open up there. So it seems like there's some growth there. So how is Macon as as a craft beer town goes? Oh, it's fantastic. We've got some great brew pubs in town. Uh, Piedmont's fantastic, and Mulkey's fantastic, and, and the guy Piedmont's a, a wonderful dude, and we've got a great, you know, scene down here, especially with Brian at Piedmont. We've it's a fantastic scene, and we we all like to work together. Brian at Piedmont and Doug at Mulkey, we all try to get together and make sure the craft scene is popping off and happening. So the craft scene is coming up, and the three of us are on the forefront of it. Yeah, and it seems like it's almost, a, like you said, a collaborative effort because, you know, when you've got to such a small but growing market, uh, a rising tide basically is lifting all boats. Oh, absolutely. We we will hand-in-hand with it uh, because we all care about one thing ultimately, and that's craft beer and promoting the, you know, responsible drinking and indulging of uh, excellent beer rather than just doing, you know, your, your traditional beers, your regularly available beers. Now, with Make a Beer Company, you're making Macon some moves with yes. Macon. So oh, yeah. lots of puns there. I, I, good beer name. Right. I saw a an article recently or actually a broadcast where you partnered with uh, the Macon Bacon. And Absolutely. I believe now is Macon Bacon is that your baseball team? It is. It's our baseball team and okay. it'll be great fun and I hate to disappoint anybody listening out there but the beer won't be Macon Bacon flavored. That, I was going to ask that. that. Pair well with bacon. I but, think you're missing an opportunity there, Yash. I really think there should be maybe. a little smoke there, dry bacon. Yes. So, yeah. But uh, it, it, but it's summertime in Macon. I don't know if you want to really drink the, a smoked porter uh, at the ballpark. You know what? I could see that, but I yes. bet if you did a Macon Bacon Macon Beer Company, Macon Bacon Beer. I'm so confused right people now. People would buy that. Yes. So, so Marketing so, potential. No, but, right but, but Yash, are, is it the same? I wonder if it's the same conference as the Savannah Bananas. Because service, because service did a banana they beer for the, Macon, for the Savannah Bananas. Savannah so, Bananas. So... Know, but with the, with that, I did hear the beer garden is actually going to be a fairly large one, correct? It is. It's going to be the largest beer garden in the southeast. That's a big that's, beer garden. That's impressive for okay. Macon, yeah. especially, you know, Macon uh, beer garden. So what uh, kind of what are the features of that? What can people expect if they go to a Macon-Bacon game and enjoy the beer garden? They can enjoy the great baseball games over there, great entertainment and fantastic beer by us. They'll have uh, – Seating by the third base, so we'll be right by the action with great food selections and an exclusive beer that we'll be making for the Bacon Bacon team. 
that'll only be available in two spots in all of Georgia, the Macon Bacon Stadium and the Macon Beer Company Taproom. Nice. Any insight as to what that beer is going to be? The beer is going to be a beer that you could drink at breakfast with a strip of bacon or two, <laughs> but it won't be bacon-flavored. An imperial stout. Fantastic. That's good. I was thinking oatmeal Maybe. stout. Oatmeal yeah. stout. Coffee oatmeal stout. Now we're talking. That's Absolutely. It. Any of those will work for me. You know, I haven't been to a minor league game in a while, but they're fun. Yeah. You know, not a little the, the lower cost of entry to a major league game, a little, little smaller stadium, more intimate type thing. Now, Gwinnett has a Braves farm team, right? Yes. Of the AAA team, and I, I got to didn't throw the first pitch. Didn't they just get a name change? Yes, aren't they like the Stripers? I think it's it's some, it is Stripers. stripers. Yes. That's right, because of the Stripe Bass, Lake Lanier, something. And all yeah, that. so know, instead but. of the Gwinnett Braves, but no, minor league baseball can be a really good time, especially if you've got some local beer there with you. Yeah, so. definitely. So cool. Well, Yash, we're going to take a quick break right now. You'll listen to the Beer Guys Radio Show. BeerGuysRadio.com is our website. We'll be back with more with Yash Patel from Macon Beer Company right after this. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Brian Purcell with Three Taverns Craft Brewery, and you're listening to Beer Guys Radio. The Beer Guys are back right after this. Craft beer forged with a reverence for tradition and new styles that start a revolution. Ironmonger Brewing. The brewers at Ironmonger pride themselves in being masters of barrel-aged, hoppy, and sour beers. They invite you to their tap room to taste and see. And coming soon... Ironmonger's Barrel Room, featuring live entertainment. Keep up to date on all things Ironmonger by liking them on Facebook. Ironmonger Brewing, establishing a new standard in craft beer. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook. Twitter and Instagram. Now back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. And welcome back to Beer Guys Radio. BeerGuysRadio.com is our website. Uh, we'll talk more with making beers company, making beer companies Yash Patel here in just a second. But first, it is time for a brand new featured beer, one that we pre-gamed uh, here earlier in the show, Tim. That's right. As Aaron mentioned, we did pre-game with this and kind of teased a little bit that this would be our featured beer this week. So it's one that uh, Brian and I had a little earlier, and Aaron got to sip on some today. It is New Realm Brewing's Radagast. Now, Radagast is their uh, grand opening beer, their celebratory grand opening beer. It is an 11.5%, 100 IBU, triple IPA, and it is hopped with Warrior, Citra, Mosaic, and El Dorado. And uh, Aaron, or Brian, we we looked up so Radagast. Who, who, or what is Radagast? So Radagast is the Slavic god of drinking and hospitality, and I think the uh, the name actually translates translates to like hello guest or dear guest. So it's. All about okay. hospitality. A very rad ga- uh, guest, right? Rad yes. guest. Yes. So now when you were Googling this, a little off topic here, but you actually said that there is a an entire article on brewing deities? Uh, yes. Wikipedia has an entire list of of liquor deities. Okay. Yes. We'll have to look that up a little well, bit more. Well, a couple more, weeks ago so. we learned about Kahanzo. He was the Egyptian god of brewing. Kanso? Kanso. I'm sorry. Yes, Kanso. Right. So, yeah. uh, so Nid Kasi also. That's yes. true. So many beer gods out there. All, but, all the- uh, 
as we mentioned, the hops, it's this beer is very bold. Now, that's the first thing that yeah. hit me. This thing's bold, and I guess I should have expected that coming from an 11.5% triple IPA, but it uh, it kind of popped me in the palate there. Very yeah, it was strong. a monster. Yeah. Now, that said, it's a tasty beer. It's bold, but the flavors it delivers are really good. There's a lot of grapefruit. I get some stone fruit flavors there. Uh, you know, they said aggressively bitter uh, in the description. Maybe my palate's changing because if you've been listening to the show since we've been on, I used to complain horrendously about bitter IPAs. It didn't seem aggressive to me. It seemed to be kind of a, a, a pronounced bitterness, but rather smooth. So, uh, But it's 100 IBUs as well. The malt comes in there, though, and backs it up some. So overall, I thought it was a really nice beer, but it's definitely one that I think uh, one glass of it is probably a good enough for me in one session. Yeah, I'm probably going to agree with you that I'm I'm a big hop head myself, and so is Brian. But that was that was a big beer. That was a lot of beer to drink. I would drink too. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, he's a madman. You were so. the man, exactly. But that's uh, they're available for a limited time. Mm-hmm. Their grand opening beer. You know, go down check out the new realm. As we mentioned earlier, the food's really good. Grab you some of those at the brewery while you can. Absolutely. So. Well, back to um, our topic right now. We're joined by Yash Patel. He is from Macon Beer Company, and he joins us on the line for uh, this segment. Yash, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. Great. Thanks for joining us again. So we've talked about your, your history. You talked about uh, what's been going on with, with the making beer scene, but I haven't talked about your beers yet. So let's talk beer. How about that? Let's do it. All right. What's, uh, what's some of your popular brands, and, and what are you guys making right now? Making. See what I said One there? One of our most popular brands right now is Making Progress, which is what we try to do every single day we're there. But it is a, uh, a flagship IP or flagship pale ale that we have. Excuse me. But it's a little bit on the uh, hoppier side. It's something that we can bridge the amateur craft beer drinker and the aficionado of the uh, craft beer scene together with the simplistic and traditionalistic styles of the pale ale with more of that hop-poured flavor. What we've got brewing right now is the making Mounds, which is our porter, which will be a, one of the things that ties into the local scene because we're honoring the Okmulgee Native American mound. Okay, so it's, so, so it's not the mounds like the candy bar. Cause that's no, not mounds think. like the candy bar, not coconut and dark chocolate. <laughs> However, well, it should you will be. find notes yeah. of the dark chocolate. There you go, there you go. Throw some coconut in there. You got so many angles you're working with. Barely. I, I guess you don't want to do that. It's meant to be respectful. No, absolutely. You're right. And yes. so you wouldn't want to have a pun there. So yes. And so uh, so you got that. And so is there? You said uh, you mentioned IPA before. Uh, what uh, what's your IPA that you got uh, going on? We've got two IPAs right now. One's our standard American. The single IPA is making music because, as you know, making is a historical and rich sure in tradition for music. Almond Brothers and uh, Almond of- Brothers, Elder Schoening Jr. We've yep. got James Brown, Little Richard, Benjamin, yeah. of course. Wapapa Balop, Bam Boom. Okay, sorry. Yes, yes you sound right. like a very proud Maconite. Oh, I should be. It's part of my brewery name. Yeah, that's, that's good. Family. Listen, I'm a fan of, of Macon, too. I've been there a few few times. I had a friend actually who used to work at, uh, at uh, 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 the the TV station down there and uh, WMAC. And, uh, you know, I used, I used to love going to New Way because they had the red hot dogs, and I just love red hot dogs. That's my favorite thing. They're the best hot dogs. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think I've eaten it New Way, but I've heard of it. Yes, they get the red spicy hot dogs. Way. That's just right. good stuff right there. Yeah. So now your, your goal, talking to you being a proud Maconite and the beers that you're brewing and that, uh, you know, you really want to help to put Macon on the map. You want more people to come visit, drink the beer, and check out the town, correct? 
Of course. And so uh, what are some of the ways that, uh, that you're working to, uh, to go ahead and uh, make that happen? So one of the ways is to, to partner with the, the Make and Bacon and get that beer garden going up. Another way we're doing it is expanding our reach out to more markets coming up to Atlanta, going out to Columbus, and going down south and going out west towards other cities there, and then going down towards Savannah and those cities there to, to expand our horizons and expand our market share. Yeah, and it's interesting, Ash. One of the things I've been meaning to come to your to your brewery for several uh, months, even a couple of years now. But uh, before you started, really, the the taproom hours were always very difficult. It seemed like I was just never there. But it looks like you've expanded your taproom hours, and, and like you said, putting some more distribution on the map too. So we want to be able to make ourselves more accessible to everybody else because we understand that you know, on Saturday is the only day we were open. Previously, everybody might not want stay in making they might want to go out they might want to do something else they might want to go watch a movie or something so we want to make our tap room more accessible and open it up to the public more days of the week and that's a that's a smart idea you know and i think a lot of folks uh, in atlanta uh, in the Atlanta metro area, kind of pass by Macon, um, to either to go to Savannah or going down to Florida sometimes. But, you know, it's a really good stop in between. I found that it's, it's, it's a good stop for me for lunch, and I'd want to go ahead and hang out at either Okmulgee or, or Piedmont. Uh, and, and, yeah, I never, just never had, the, never had the shot to go ahead and uh, swing by Macon Beer Company. So now that you're open more hours, I'm going to have to do that. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, for the trip down south, you know, if you're going to Florida or something, it's easy to – Hit a drive-through and tank up and move through Macon, but uh, you know I know there's a lot there. Stop by, there's a lot of cool out. stuff Check in Macon. It out. Absolutely, stop in Macon. Definitely. Don't just pass through. That's right. right. That's Absolutely. right. Now, Ash, one thing you mentioned before we actually did the show tonight is that you want to get more creative with your beers without veering to the unpalatable. So, kind of, what did you mean by that? And what are what are some of the beers that you would consider unpalatable? Something that has too many IBUs. You know, I mean, I love hop. I mean. I'm a hop head myself. I love IPAs. I love all of it. But, you know, it gets to the point where you can only put so many bittering hops in a beer where yeah. it turns into a beer that you can't, you know, enjoy. Or That's something that I'd consider unpalatable. And another beer that I absolutely, or another style of beer I consider unpalatable is fruit beers that don't use real fruit. If you use a syrup with other natural flavors or lumps, as I like to call it, yeah. Then you're unpalatable because it's sugary, it's sweet, it's swill. It's you're eating a, a dum dum lollipop. Why would you want to do that? You can just get one from the store for a dollar. There's not alcohol you know? in those though, Yash. I'm just I'm just That's saying true. that. Yeah. <laughs> you're right, but would you want to would you want to drink a beer that tastes like Nyquil? Probably not. No, I wouldn't yeah. personally. I'm going to pass so, on that. Yeah, one we're going to pass on that. One. Now, speaking of that, you I mentioned using, you mentioned using the real fruits, and you also mentioned you're an avid gardener there. So, uh, I know you mentioned that you grow a lot of things personally at home there. Are there any plants that kind of incorporate that local produce or fruits, or maybe even some vegetables, peppers, and that into some of your future beers? Oh, absolutely. The peach beer that we make, Making Dreams, is a beer that we use 400 pounds of fresh peaches that we get from Lane's Orchard, which is one of our local uh, peach orchards, in sure. not in town, but locally. And we try to keep our fruits as fresh as possible and as local as possible for fruit beers. We don't want to use syrups and be like everybody else. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Elaine, of course, I've had some uh, some fruits in them, too, actually. They come up to, to Atlanta sometime, too. Anyway, we're going to wrap. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're uh, going to go ahead and take a quick break right now, talking to Making Beer Company's Yash Patel. We'll be back for the fourth segment uh, coming up right after this. Beer Guys Radio, beerguysradio.com. We'll be back after this. 
time for the hot list. The beer guys have the scoop on what's going on next week. Brought to you by CRL Contracting. We build breweries. CRLcontracting.com. That's hot. And we've got some awesome events, as always, in Georgia this week. On Tuesday, we have Riders at the Wrecking Bar meeting. On Wednesday, we have the Barrel of Laughs comedy at Orpheus. On Thursday, check out Flights and Bites at Arches Brewing down in Hapeville, or come over to uh, Hop City Westside, where Monday Night Brewing's Peter Kiley is going to be speaking as part of Hop City's Brewers Lecture Series. We also have at Red Brick Hypewell, Variant releases, two new variants from them, Aaron. They're releasing Hawaiian Hypewell, which has been a taproom favorite. Aloha. And they also have Blood Sugar Sex Magic, and they said they are not going to give it away, give it away give it away I'm, I'm done. I'm just so, going to walk away yeah. now. That's then on Saturday, go on over and check out Monday night. They're going to release Beyond the Clouds. There's also going to be the Atlanta Winter Beer Fest and Atlantic Station. Atlanta Gras goes down in Kirkwood, and Orpheus Brewing is the official sponsor there. Red Brick is going to host a comedy night, and Second Self is having a beer dinner at Publix. Sub sandwiches? Yeah, Publix Aprons okay. Kitchen, a I little like cooking it. school thing. They have an Alpharetta. They're going to do a beer dinner there, Very so cool. kind of new. And I did notice that tickets are two for $45, which is actually extremely affordable for a beer dinner oh, for definitely. two people. Yeah. So five courses and beers to pair with it. So for a full list of events, check out our calendar of events at BeerGuysRadio.com. the beer guys on facebook twitter and instagram yeah you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your tps reports oh yeah now back to the beer guys radio show and welcome back to the beer guys radio show come check us out at beerguysradio.com or follow us on the socials facebook twitter and instagram beer guys radio we are live from monday night brewing's vip lounge VIP. here and we're talking to yash patel of making beer company yash thank Thanks once again for joining us this week. Of course. Thanks for having me. So we just had a few more questions here as we kind of wrap up the interview. We've talked uh, a little bit about uh, your beer, your brewery, and brewing at 13 and making bacon and all kinds <laughs> of stuff. So um, what should people expect when they visit your tap room? They should expect some uh, small-town hospitality from myself, uh, and the fellows that work there, Ross and Eric, they do a great job of making sure everybody is welcome and well-serviced, so they should expect that and some great beers. And now you mentioned earlier in the interview that uh, you're looking to do some more expansion out of the central uh, Georgia-making area. So uh, for our Metro Atlanta listeners, uh, will you be uh, showing some of your beers here soon? Pretty soon. We're hopefully uh, moving up there. We've got all the, of the legal work done and knocked out of the way. Now we're trying to keep up on down there. Now, before uh, um, you took over, you were also uh, mostly uh, brewing in bombers. Um, have you changed that yet? Or are you still going to be in the bombers? No, we're going we're gonna to change that. We're going to be mostly in cans now. We're slowly getting into the cans. And what we're really trying to do is honor and appreciate the local artists that we have in making mm-hmm. and get them to design our cans so we can get those up out there and get their artwork on display as well. I do say I love I love the logo. It's got a cool like little uh, like uh, drafty type of uh, like uh, mechanic, not mechanic, but uh, kind of a blueprint type of a vibe to it. So, uh, so, so it is cool. Yeah, but I'd like to see yeah some uh, some more. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see some local artists on there too. 
Very cool. Now, Yash, if people want to find out what's going on with Making Beer Company, keep up with all the fun goings on there, what is the best way for them to do that? For them to find out about what's going down down uh, at Making Beer Company would be to either follow us on social media at Making Beer Company on Facebook or Instagram and Twitter. We got that. Excellent. Yash Patel from uh, Making Beer Company, thanks so much for joining us this week. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Definitely. It great time. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah, so that was uh, Yash Patel from uh, Macon Beer Company. And uh, we've got a few more minutes now to hang out and uh, drink some beer and enjoy some things. Drinking beer. Yeah. We've moved on. We've sipped a couple more here. So we're, uh, Brian, holding on to some Barrel of Monks, which uh, we talked to them on our Drink This Beer podcast yep. uh, uh, recently. And they sent us a few beers. And we have Paradise of Souls Imperial Stout. That was a big one. That uh, I've just been chugging straight from the 750 <laughs> just because it's one of those days. Sometimes you need to do that. You know, you exactly. Know? Sometimes so. the turkey gets you. And, uh, you, you know. Do. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I think this would pair well with? Some Tide Pods, personally. Tide Pods would be good, actually. So, <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, do not absolutely. be like the kids. Maybe there should be a Tide Pod. Disclaimer, do not eat or drink Tide Pods. I was going to say, I enjoy the Mountain Dew I get directly from my car's radiator. Right from the car. Yeah. You can just oh, drip it out there. Yes. So, yeah. so, yes, please please don't do that, children. Yes. Anybody listening. Don't. You know what's my favorite, Brian? You freeze the Tide Pods, Oh. and then you put them in a glass, and you pour you some Prestone over that, Ooh. garnish it with a little of that Owens Corning cotton candy that's in your walls of your house oh yeah that's a delightful great. cocktail oh, delightful disclaimer do not eat fiberglass because <laughs> i'm gonna probably pour one of those myself after yeah, the show i so, think i'll be all set no yeah. uh, but uh had a couple of headlines though that we uh, neglected to go to uh brian before the end of the I've show i've got one you got one okay peach state brew off that's true Let's here in atlanta yes. big homebrew competition our probably biggest homebrew competition of the year registration is open now uh they do awesome giveaways we're sponsoring them this year we'll have some swag for the raffles they do really cool stuff with that. And it is the first Saturday in March. I don't remember the location. Are they staying at the same place, Brian? Do you know? I do not know, but I assume that they are. Yeah. Because they've but been just, there forever. Right. Look up Peach State Brew Off, uh, Covert Hops, Homebrew Club yep. in Atlanta. You'll have the info. But uh, registration's open. Get in there and enter your brews. All your homebrewers out there. Absolutely. So, uh, so, yeah. Go I've ahead. got one other one. Uh, so for people who have an Alexa device... If you don't know what Alexa is, it's Amazon's voice-activated personal assistant. Okay. It's like Siri, if you've got a, yeah. an iPhone. Um, Siri, uh, Alexa has opinions about things. One of those opinions is about beer. And apparently the, uh, the makers of Alexa think that by her having opinions, it'll make her more human. Okay. So if you ask Alexa and an Alexa-enabled device what the best beer is, you might not like the answer. I'm going to spoil it for you. Okay, What's your favorite beer? Tell me. Tell me now. Budweiser. Alexa. Of course it is. Alexa. I confirm this. I asked Alexa at you know, home what her favorite beer was, and she did say Budweiser. She said Budweiser. You know what, though? But a lot of people start with Budweiser. That's so true. we should give Alexa a little slack. Alexa should say Blue Moon. I th- you think? Yeah. If she was I crafty? So. I huh? think if she was crafty, she'd say that. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll do, I think we should, I should take my Alexa to the next bottle share. Let me tell you <laughs> something that happened with me and my Alexa last night. I'm sitting at my desk upstairs. My Alexa unit's downstairs in the living room. And I hear, to join a business chat, you must be connected to Alexa Business Services. I didn't say anything. Alexa just starts talking. That is one of the most terrifying things for someone in your empty house to just start talking yes and uh i don't 
Oh, yeah. No trigger word was said, so I don't know what prompted Alexis to start running their mouth there. It's me with TV, where yeah. they suddenly start talking to you. I'm like, what on earth? Yeah. See, I, freak I, out. I wasn't drinking. I think I should throw that out there. The fireball so. wasn't being consumed, so you're no. okay with that. Yeah, so, so I figure, you know, it's always scary to me when, like, whenever the fire alarm, like, beeps because they have the low battery. And, of course, it always happens, like, at 1 o'clock in the morning, and you're, like, sound asleep. I actually had a real oh, fire alarm go off on, That's on right. the floor you of did. my building at 1 o'clock oh. in the morning, yeah. and there was an actual fire. So. Well, there you go. That's yeah. okay. Everything okay? Okay, there at Chateau Briand. Yes. Wait, that's actually delicious. delicious. I love Chateau Briand. Everything is fine. It smelled terrible in the hallway. Uh, But uh, yes, we didn't die. And I got a leg workout. So so actually, you know, I want to transition a little bit to some serious talk before we get to our giveaway to giveaway. Green Flash. uh, There's some news in in the headlines about that. Uh, They made some some, some drastic cuts to their distribution. Oh, yeah, yeah. They uh, they pulled distribution from 32 states and eliminated like 15% of their workforce. And, and... To make matters worth, worse, they got rid of their 22-ounce uh, bomber formats. Interesting. But actually, I mean, that might okay. not be worse, but, you know. Yeah. And, and I think you're going to see that a little bit more, these, these, yes. these medium to large breweries. Um, they think they developed pretty well during the craft beer. There was kind of a, a little bit of a gap there. But now there's so much hyper-local uh, beer, especially here in the southeast. Yeah, and kind of some related news. We just saw that Smutty Nose is going for sale. They're yep. going up for auction. And I mean, you know, this was a brewery that they said they had a 20-year plan for some huge expansion. The changing climate in the craft beer market, that's just for most breweries. Mm-hmm. I won't say all. Someone may still be able to pull it off. But for most breweries, that's not really a viable business model no. anymore. And, so. and, you, yeah. and you look at it anecdotally. You know, you get uh, when we first started the show almost three years ago, you know, we the big big releases were, were KBS from Founders or sure. Hopslam from sure. Bells. Absolutely. They were huge. People were waiting in line for them. Nowadays, not so much. You know? Yeah, yeah. It, it, and the crazy thing is both of these are available in our market, and they're just mm-hmm. – it's kind of going away. Uh, so Green Flash did a massive rollout where they were trying to cover all 50 yeah. states. And that's in, in an, an environment of increasing localization and being hyper-local. How can you pull off – being in all 50 states and competing against the craft brewery on the corner. Exactly. You really can't do that. You can't. It's very and, I mean, and we're seeing the breweries that, that have done that or close to that. You know, look at uh, Stone or, or Sam Adams. You know, Sam mm-hmm. Adams has talked about how the market's con- constricted. Yes. And, you know, has seen losses in market growth and that. And that's people want to drink their local beer. And there's so many more options now to drink local that you don't. Well, Brian, I remember you and I, uh, years back, we would stand in line and drive all over town to get four bottles of KBS yeah. from yes. Founders, you yeah. know. And uh, we don't have to do that. Now, mm-hmm. I honestly, I didn't even look for CBS this year. Uh, you know, there's so much other stuff going on. I, I didn't feel the need to rush out. I did get to sample it. I still love it. You know, if it's available in that, I just don't feel the need to, uh, to chase that stuff like I used to. You are welcome, Tim. I, I set that's, my, I set that my is wife true, out yes. after that. Yes, so yes. See, props to my wife. <laughs> and that's another thing. I know that Brian's going to still chase a little bit. That's so true. I'm like, I don't have to put too much. And I bet Brian appreciates my attitude towards that as well. <laughs> I think so, so too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll talk more about this uh, in a later show. But now it's time for a giveaway to give away. Tim, who is the lucky winner this week? Our winner this week is J.B. Bolesky. So, J.B., thank you so much for subscribing to This Week in Georgia Beer. 
Drop us an email to beerguys at beerguysradio.com, and we're going to get you a very cool swag pack sent out. And Aaron, if others want to join in the fun and the contest, how would they do that? Just head to beerguysradio.com. Sign up for this week in Georgia Beer. You'll get a weekly newsletter with all the happenings in Georgia Beer, and you'll also be entered to win our weekly swag pack. That's going to do it for this week's show. Coming up next week, we are going to be live at the Atlanta Cask Ale Festival talking to some new breweries. Atlanta Cask Ale Tasting. Sorry. Coming up next week, we'll be live at the Atlanta Cask Ale Tasting, talking to some new breweries and planning and uh, drinking some delicious cask ales courtesy of Owen Ogletree and Brewtopia. Anyway, check us out at BeerGuysRadio.com and on the socials. We'll be back next week. Don't forget to drink local. We are Reformation Brewery, celebrating the reformer in you. Locally crafted within the renowned Etowah watershed of Woodstock, Georgia, Reformation creates yeast-forward brews full of aroma and flavor crafted to last. Come see us in beautiful Woodstock, Georgia, for a tour and tasting of unique brews that you can't find anywhere else. Reformation Brewery, set beer free. ReformationBrewery.com Duke's Mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it Really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, Your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Dukes is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Dukes. It's got twang.